All right, Austin. So this is our last podcast of the day. So it's been, I'm looking forward to working with you every Wednesday, like we talked about earlier, if you know what I mean. Yeah, I'm really excited about it. It's going to be fun. So next week, um, for the NFL segment, we're going to, we're going to just jump right into our mock draft since we just didn't get to that. So we'll talk about that next week. And then, uh, and that's what I just wanted to tell you that. And All right. I'll email, sounds great. I'll email you sometime today or tomorrow about it. All right. Awesome. And now uh, let's, let's jump right into the NBA and let's talk about the Lakers game recap against the Atlanta Hawks and talk tell me about this was embarrassing from all ends of the floor for the Lakers. What I saw, I thought they were going to come right back, but it just was embarrassing for the Lakers to lose to a team like that. And this ruins their playoff chances. It, it was disgusting to watch. Uh, I can't believe the Lakers have fallen below 500 and uh, they just looked like they were checked out mentally. Uh, you could just see it through their lack of effort late in the game and their perimeter defense, especially in the first half, looked just awful. Uh, it, it was really sad to see. I expected a lot more from them, and I expected a better effort in this game, especially with what was on the line. Absolutely. I mean, I see if the Lakers are going to make the playoffs, but, I mean, the West is so tough and so competitive, so I think the Lakers will just miss out on it this year and then – and compete for a spot for it next year. But from what I just saw today, everybody, all the fans want Luke Walton fired, and I'm tired of all that. But And then Luke Walton and, and Luke Walton is safe for sure. Yeah, as far as the playoffs go, I, I think that you, the only reason why I think that the Lakers still have a pretty good shot of making it is because you got to look at the teams ahead of them. you got the Sacramento Kings, the Los Angeles Clippers, the San Antonio Spurs and the Jazz. I think the top th- I think the top 5 positions in the West are already locked up with Golden State, Denver, Oklahoma City, Portland, Houston. Those th- that's the bad news for the Lakers. There's only there's only going to be 3 spots available in the playoffs and that's the 6th, 7th and 8th seed. But I, I think they I think they have a, enough talent to jump the Kings. I don't see the Clippers making it in over them because that would just be an absolute disgrace after signing LeBron James. And uh the Spurs, I, I think the Spurs and the Jazz will be also up there fighting for the uh final position with the Lakers. Um, I, I really hope that the Lakers can jump these teams because they, they really need to. Or it'll be devastating to the fan base after getting LeBron James and having him miss the playoffs. For what I think here, I think San Antonio will be the sixth spot. Utah gets seventh. And then the eighth spot will most likely end up being the Lakers. Yeah, I, I agree with you 100%. I, I, think that, uh, I think that the Spurs and the Lakers will be battling uh, for that seventh and eighth spot. I, I think that... The Spurs may, in the end, end up getting that seventh spot unless the Lakers can make a late push and uh, step their game up. But, yeah, I, I think the Jazz are going to end up locking up that uh, that sixth or seventh spot, I think. Uh, and then I think that the Lakers are going to end up right there at the bottom at uh, eight or seven in the, into the playoffs. I mean, I've been waiting to see the Lakers back in the playoffs in my life, <laughs> in my lifetime. Oh, it, it's been too long of a drought. The Lakers made the playoffs – was when I was a junior in high school. And you know me. I am a lifelong Lakers fan. Seen them make it to the finals. But I don't care if the Lakers make it to the playoffs. What I want from the Lakers and what I expect from a fan's perspective is championships from the Lakers. I want championships. Uh, that's what we, I mean, that's what everybody in their fan base expects every year. I mean, they're going into fifth or sixth year without making the playoffs. It's been since 2013. And that's just so unlike uh, the purple and gold. Uh, they – they need to bounce back. They got LeBron James. They got the best player on the planet right now, and, and they're still struggling to get into the playoffs. It reminds me of the year that they got uh, Dwight Howard, Steve Nash, uh, and all those other and those big free agents up there, and, and just didn't meet expectations. Just like this year, it's very sad to see. 
So here's the deal. If the Lakers make it to the eighth ball in the playoffs and end up playing Golden State, which is likely, although I would hope the Lakers would eliminate the Warriors, but I want to be realistic here. They're, the Lakers are going to get swept by Golden State. Yeah, as optimistic as I am, I, I, I have to agree with you that they don't have any talent that can match up with Golden State. Uh, they, they would get swept in a, in a matchup with Golden State. If they can find a way to get to the seventh seed, and uh, Denver ends up get Denver Oklahoma City ends up getting that uh, two or three spot. They may have a chance. I still don't see them coming out on top over Oklahoma City, but I think that Denver they'd have the best chance if Denver ends up locking the seven, the second seed and uh, Lakers can get the seventh. Yeah, if the Lakers end up getting the seventh seed, then my mind would change for them to kind of get to knock them out in either six or seven. Absolutely, but I, I don't see them getting any further than the second round this year. Unfortunately, me too. Um, I'm. Although I'm very optimistic about that, I would predict on my playoff practice that the Lakers will play Boston in the NBA Finals. But at the same time, I'm, I'm still going to have to be realistic. Yeah, I, that's, I mean, that's what I'd love to see, of course. Uh, Boston Celtics and the Lakers reviving their uh, rivalry and finally both being back in the spotlight. But, but I just think that the West is way too strong and the Lakers just don't have the talent to compete right now. They're going to need to sign some big free agents this offseason. Uh, the fans have been excited for them to get big-time players and – it just hasn't worked out that way besides LeBron James, and they're going to need to get some more pieces over there. It's not just going to be the young guys, and hopefully they can end up with Anthony Davis at some point. They're not going to end up with Anthony Davis in 2020. Uh, I, I agree with that, but I, I think that I think that uh, if the, the Celtics are going to probably try to make a push for Anthony Davis this summer. It, it opened the door for them uh, with the Pelicans not trading uh, Anthony Davis to the Lakers, and I think – in that situation, the Lakers just kind of got duped. I don't think that the Pelicans ever really had uh, intentions on actually trading him to Lakers and creating another powerhouse in the Western Conference. I think that they just wanted to see what they could get for him and then leak that uh, trade news out to the press, and that's that's what they did. Of course. I mean, yeah. I mean, yes on that, but, I mean, when I when, when the playoff bracket comes out, then I'll predict. For sure, I'll predict for sure Lakers Celtics NBA Finals, but at the same time, my mind will be very realistic as well. Yeah, if you're thinking realistically, you, you got to go uh, Golden State, obviously, obvious uh, favorites to come out of the West, and the East is going to be really interesting to me this year. Uh, you got the Raptors, the Celtics, and the Bucks all playing some great basketball right now, and uh, that could be a really toss up there in the Eastern Conference Finals. Uh, it'll be very interesting. Yeah, for sure, for sure on that. So. Uh, before we talk about the All-Star Game weekend and all that and talk about teams to watch out for in the second half of the season, let's talk about what the Lakers need to work on in the second half of the season. For me, it's just free throws. Free throws are a big part of it. Uh, even the, their, their best players, even LeBron James, isn't making the free throws right now, but I think that they also are going to have to focus on perimeter defense. The perimeter defense hasn't looked great. Um, they need to continue to knock down the three ball, which they have been able to do in the last few games, which uh, which is a bright side for the Lakers. But I think perimeter defense and, like you said, free throws are going to be the big uh, big pieces for them going forward. And shooting less threes, for sure. Yeah, I'd like to see them get into the paint more, especially with LeBron James. And, and hopefully they can find a way to get into a groove where LeBron James can rest a little bit more. Uh, they've been giving him a lot of minutes, and, and it shows down the stretch. You can see his fatigue and – I just hope that they can uh, find ways in games to get him more rest and uh, continue and begin to win ball games here and get back over 500. So you think the Lakers will be back in the playoffs this year? Yes or no? I do. I believe that they'll be back in the playoffs. I think it'll be right at the bottom, right there at uh, the eight or seven seed. I think they can make a late push, 
but uh, it's really going to take some dedication and some effort here. Absolutely. Although I have doubts that they will make the playoffs, but I kind of changed my mind that after this loss yesterday for the Lakers against the Hawks, I think it's going to fuel them down the stretch that I do believe that they're going to make a late push, even though they have a tough schedule down the stretch after the All-Star break is over. Yeah, I think it's going to come down to LeBron's mentality. I, I can't imagine the playoffs without, uh, without LeBron James, without the greatest player in the world right now. Uh, they, they've, they've got to get into that groove, and uh, the young players have got to uh, focus in and put forth the best effort because this is going to be a serious challenge coming down the stretch, and it's not going to come easy to them even though they have LeBron James. Yeah, it's not looking good on the Lakers' schedule coming up. Not at all. The- not at all. So the trade deadline recap, I'll run with you quickly. I think the Bucks and the Sixers have won the trade deadline. Absolutely. I love the addition of Miritich to the Bucks. He's a great fit there. And uh, I think they're just going to continue to trend upwards and uh, make a very, very uh, deep push into the playoffs. Absolutely on that. And then the Sixers getting Tobias Harris. Man, that is huge. Oh yeah, and he's been playing great basketball for him ever since. I, I really, I really like him. I, I like his defense, and uh, he can bring very uh, key factors to the 76ers, which is what they had been lacking, especially on the defensive side of the ball here and there. Uh, I think, I think it'll be, I think it'll be a great fit there. I'm excited to see him play. Yeah, those are the two winners of the trade deadline. But the stupidest move at, before the deadline was Porzingis <laughs> to Dallas. Yeah, Porzingis to Dallas was was an unusual move. It wasn't any, it wasn't one that anyone was expecting, but it does clear up a lot of cap space for uh, the Knicks. But if they can't figure out a way to get a player like Kyrie Irving or Kevin Durant to New York, it's going to be, they're going to get some serious backlash from the Knicks fans because they did trade away a player who uh, they believed was their franchise player. And uh, they cleared up a lot of cap room. They, they better go out and get some big free agents this year or else it's going to be a very, very bad situation over there. Yeah, the Knicks have one of the worst front office managements in the history of the NBA nowadays. But, I mean, I think the Knicks have now found their franchise player now. I think Kevin Knox is going to develop into that franchise player. Yeah, he's a great talent, and uh, he he continues to improve as the year goes on. And uh, they had high hopes for him. And hopefully they can uh... – they can comp- he can complement some big stars if they can get him in the free agency. They they also are going to have a top pick up there uh, in the lottery. So who knows who they add along with uh, Kevin Knox and maybe some big stars in free agency. Dion Williamson to the Knicks. I'm saying that right now, period. I'd love to see it. I'd love to see him under the bright lights of MSG. Absolutely on that. But now let's preview NBA All-Star Weekend coming up. But let's first start off with the Rising Stars game. So – Obviously, one of my favorite Lakers is in, in Kyle Kuzma. I don't know if he's yours. So, Kyle Kuzma, I think, is going to continue to get better. And a future all-star in my eyes when it comes to a Lakers franchise player. And I think Kuzma and Ingram are for sure going to de- develop into that one-two punch in that, la- in that role of being a franchise player for the Lakers. And if Team USA wins, Kyle Kuzma is their MVP. If Team World wins, it's Luka Doncic. I agree. I, I think that uh, Kyle Kuzma is going to come out uh... – could come out with the MVP if Team USA wins, and uh, I think uh, I think it's going to be uh, Luke Doncic as well out of out of the World Team. He's been on a tear this year, and proving that he's going to be a big time player going forward and a true All Star uh, as he continues to progress into his career. Absolutely. So you agree with Kyle Kuzma, and Brown, and Ingram, and Lonzo Ball as the franchise players for the Lakers? Because obviously those three are my favorites on the Lakers. <laughs> 
Well, I'm a little hesitant on Lonzo Ball. I, I like, I like, I love his defense, and he's a great player. But I like to see him get more aggressive. Uh, until he's more aggressive on the offensive side of the ball, then uh, I just don't see him being a franchise player for them. I, I see Kuzma as their franchise player over Lonzo Ball, and. Uh, but but I, I, I want to see some more aggression from him on that offensive side of the ball, and then I'll start to uh, – my, my opinion may sway. You mean for ball? Yes, for ball. What about Ingram? I said he's going to be a franchise guy too for the Lakers. Well, he's looking like it. I mean, he's been on some scoring tears here, and he's, and he's a great defensive player. He seems to be probably the best all-around young guy I think that the Lakers have right now. And uh, although he's been involved in a lot of trade talks for the Lakers – It'll be interesting if they if they hang on to him or if they start using him as trade bait. I, I don't know. I don't think the Lakers should trade Brandon Ingram. He's the guy to build around to on the Lakers with Kyle Kuzma. I think in the only situation that you would ever get rid of Brandon Ingram would be if you were able to get a player like Anthony Davis in return, which didn't end up happening here in the in the regular season. So maybe this summer. I don't. I don't see. I don't think Brandon Ingram is going to get traded. I think if they can get Anthony Davis out of it, I think you got to trade him. I mean, it's it's a once in a lifetime opportunity that you're going to get a player like Anthony Davis, and it is sad that they would have to give up Brandon Ingram because I love him as a player and and he's an absolute beast on the court. But uh, if you can get Anthony Davis, I, I say give him the whole thing, give him the whole house. And then and then obviously you say Kyle Kuzma's off limits in trade talks for sure. Kyle Kuzma is their franchise player right now. He, he's their best young player and. But in my opinion, if you can get Anthony Davis, I, I don't care who they trade. I mean, the way that they're playing right now, I want them to get Anthony Davis. And if, and if that means that they have to trade that young core, I don't believe it's too much. I, I, think you, I think you go for it. I just wait until 2020 for the Lakers to get Anthony Davis. Yeah, uh, but with their, with their track record recently, I mean, they, they lost Paul George. When, uh, he was traded to Oklahoma City, and he ended up staying, and then – Kawhi Leonard may stay in Toronto. You never know. I, I, it makes me a little nervous having Anthony Davis go somewhere else uh, because it seems that a lot of players haven't been wanting to play with LeBron James in L.A., which uh, has come as a shock to me. Absolutely. I mean, Magic will for sure attract the other free agent stars to come to the Lakers. So, rest of the All-Star game weekend that I'm looking forward to. So, let's predict uh, who will win each, each event. Like, let's t- start with the skills challenge. I think it's going to be Kyle Kuzma that wins the skills challenge. My pick for the slam dunk contest is Dennis Smith Jr. And my pick to win the three-point contest is Steph Curry. Yep, uh, I agree with you on the Kyle Kuzma uh, winning the skills challenge. I think that uh, I think the dunk, I think uh, Dennis Smith Jr. will come out as the winner in the dunk contest. I love his freakish bounce and athleticism. Uh, I know he, he didn't have a very great uh, time in the dunk contest last year. He only got off two dunks before uh, – losing and not making it to the final round. But I, I think that he's back in his hometown, Charlotte. Uh, he grew up there. He went to NC State. And I'm excited to him be, I'm excited to watch him be the hometown hero in the dunk, in the dunk contest and bring that one home. Uh, you mean the three-point contest for Steph Curry? And uh, I, I, agree with, I agree with Steph Curry as a three-point contest uh, winner. I think that uh, he will – I think that he'll definitely be fun to watch in it, and I think that he'll, he's the obvious favorite. Uh, Dirk, I'm excited to see him in it, but I don't expect much. Uh, he's shooting his lowest since his he's shooting his lowest from three points since his rookie year at 32.4 percent from distance. Uh, he did win it back in 2006, but uh, it's it's been a long time since then. So I don't see him making a whole lot of noise. And uh, my dark horse, uh, I'd have to say, is Buddy Heald. I think he's I think he's the sleeper in that one. I, I he's shooting 45.2 percent, which is fourth in the NBA right now, just in front of Steph Curry. 
Uh, and he's a fun young player to watch, and I, I, I expect him to be a sleeper pick for the three-point contest. Absolutely, on that, on that part. But you agree with Dennis Smith Jr. winning the dunk contest, correct? Yeah, I do. I think his freakish athleticism and him being in his hometown is the perfect mix, and I think that's the reason he comes out on top. And then Sunday's All-Star game, so I don't really have a projected winner here. So if, so if, if either team wins, for Team LeBron, I think the MVP of the All-Star game would be James Harden. And for the uh, for the uh, team, and if Team Giannis wins, I'm picking uh, Steph Curry. I think uh, I think that uh, Kyrie Irving uh, could be a favorite there to win MVP. Uh, but I, I want I really hope that Kimba Walker can step up here uh, in Charlotte in front of those hometown fans, and uh, maybe he'll end up with an MVP if he could, if he really gets going. But uh, that, that may be a bit of a stretch. I'm also excited to see uh, Dirk and Dwayne Wade play and potentially their final uh, All-Star games. It is for D-Wade, maybe for Dirk. Uh, they'll be fun to watch out there, and I think uh, you should expect some big highlight plays between LeBron and Dwayne Wade. As uh, Wade did mention, he is looking to throw a big lob to LeBron at some point. So I think we'll see some highlight plays out of Wade and uh, LeBron. That'll be fun to watch. Yeah, for. so my final NBA thought of the day is looking forward to All-Star weekend and see what is in store for the Lakers in the second half of the season. Yeah, I uh, like we both mentioned, they, they got to bounce back. They got to figure it out. And I, I expect a big run at some point here in the second half. At least that's what I'm hoping for. Yes, absolutely. So, Austin, um, uh, I'll talk to you next Wednesday. It was, it was fun to work with you and good to get to know you and all that. So I look forward to many more talks with us, uh, more, many more talks together every Wednesday. Yeah, it was great. I had a lot of fun. Thanks for having me on. So I'll talk to you next Wednesday and I'll, at 11, right? Sounds great. At 11 my time, correct? Correct. I'll talk to you then. And then uh, I'll email you sometime today or tomorrow about next week's outline of topics. Sounds perfect.